You are listening to another Youth Ministry Podcast, a podcast of the Board of Youth and Young Adults of the BFC. We exist to refocus, recapture, and realign student ministry with a grace-filled and God-focused vision. I'm Chris. I'm Jared. And I am Josh. We still just, not still not exactly. Tim. And we just want to say good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time you listen to us, we are so glad that you do. So again, this should hopefully be not that we don't love Josh, our last Timless, not 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 timeless, Timless episodes. Yeah. So good for Tim. Good for Tim. We're glad he's getting a little break. Yeah, he deserves it. He's so busy. He's a busy guy. Yeah, like you and I aren't. No, man. Just we sit around Twitter. This is this is our full time job. (laughs) Yeah, get together and podcast. Podcast, man. We get some good stuff there. (laughs) Well. Uh, Speaking of our podcast relationship, <laughs> some of my lame uh, segues, one of the reasons that relationships fail, like our relationship with Tim as a part, a business partner, if you yeah. can call it that, uh, is unmet expectations. Like you and I expected Tim to show up when we had recordings, right? Yeah, we, we usually plan at least a week ahead. Yeah, at so, least, probably even more than that. Sometimes more. Yeah. And, and and sometimes these expectations are unmet because they're unrealistic. No, I don't think that's unrealistic. No, I mean, once a month. Or, yeah, I mean, that's pretty. But anyway, not to knock on Tim. Uh, a massive part of like premarital counseling, um, you know, in, includes expectations of marriage so that yeah. when you get in, you're not like, oh, what in the world? And I, this is what and I, expected I, I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, maybe, maybe we, there, it would be good to have pre-ministry counseling. Pre-ministry. What would that look like? To prep you of some expectations or. Yeah. It's, man, it's kind of like what interns are kind of for. Internships. We yeah. Talked about a couple of yeah, we ago. did. That's true. Um, but the hard part with ministry and with marriage uh, is that there's so many unexpected things. Yes. Yeah. You got to talk about the categories. Yeah. But uh, we have someone here right now that's going through premarital counseling. Isn't that right, Josh? Yeah. And have, yeah. You, have you talked about expectations in, in your marriage? We've talked about expectations. We've kind of talked through our own personalities. Uh, we actually did a temperament test and kind of figured out, what, are we more of a relater, a thinker? And then kind of like how, what environments are more for a thinker or a relater and then kind of how one responds to conflict in that. And actually the results were pretty accurate in regards to things we've gone through together already that we've been learning. And so it was helpful to even get some insight in that regard. So are you a thinker? I was actually a relater. You're a relater and Megan's a thinker? No, she actually, well, no, she did. She, she was, she was more thinker. I, I guess believe. they could. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was like relator highest, second highest was thinker. I think Megan was Usually thinker. when there's only two, that's how it works. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Someone's got to be more of one thing than the other. I know. Well, we don't want to have you uh, drag out all of your um, premarital counseling stuff, but we do want to do a post, um, I guess. A six month check. Yeah. There you go. Close That's what I was trying checkup. to get up. I was like pre post. That didn't really work. Yeah. There's six no months. Post marital counseling. Yeah. No, well, actually, conversation. There, there like is. at least I've heard of. Well, yeah. well there's, there's, there's in marriage counseling. Yeah. Post is usually like, divorced or. Yeah. Well, I meant like widowed. post of the. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Post wedding. <laughs> post wedding counseling. Is yeah, that yeah. There we go. go. There we yeah. go. Post honeymoon. <laughs> so. What did you expect versus reality? So that's what we're going to ask you. Uh, I got seven questions here, and Jared or myself may come up with another one or two, but we're going to stick with these. And we want to just ask you questions about what you expected before you jumped into this 
role we're talking as, about ministry now. Yes. We're making the transition yes. from marriage thought, to ministry. I thought we did that. I thought we did. We're, just, we're, right. gonna, talk. we're gonna shift now <laughs> into talking. You, no, you said you said uh, six month checkup with ministry. Good. I don't, I don't know if I said ministry. Anyway, so I just want to make sure. Six it's clear. month checkup after he started. He started in August. That we're recording this episode early February. It's going to air a little bit later, but uh, it's about six months in. And uh, what what you expected versus the reality. That's so it might help someone who's thinking about going into ministry, like working through some of those things. So here we go. These are you know generally broad. So go whatever avenue you want to go, and and we'll cut you off when we're done listening to you. So first area. What did you expect in regards to relationships with students? What it would be like trying to relate to them, how they'd relate to you, how you'd view them, and vice versa, what that dynamic would be like, and then versus what it's actually been. Hmm. Um, I guess what I expected was not so much of a quick acceptance. Okay. I, um, I just think sometimes when somebody, a new face is coming in after you know they've had the former Pastor Mike, um, who is also disclosure, twice my age, um, before me, and now a young guy's coming in, you know, I just didn't know what to expect in regards to like, okay, like, are they going to warm up to me quick? Maybe they will because I'm closer to their age than he was, but I just, I was in that kind of unsure, um, thinking of like what that would look like. And then for me, I thought relating to them would be, I guess, easier because of being close to their age. So from my perspective, um, and so, yeah, that was kind of what I thought coming in and then coming in, they actually did warm up to me pretty quick. Uh, just kids were being a lot more relational with me. And I think the game time and the fellowship time helps a lot with that. So having that time to talk with them is, is key. You were going to say something? Yeah. Do you, you have an, you have an interesting, I just think about this. You have an you have an interesting. I don't know. We'll call it an advantage, but um, you started in June as their temp, mm-hmm. and you only were there to teach on Tuesday nights. That was it. Uh, so they got used to you a little bit in that regard, and then you started full time in August. Do you think that really helped, or did you have that expectation that starting in June they'd be slow to get used to you? And yeah, no, I, I actually that expectation of them slowly. Um, getting used to me was before the summer. And I th- I think it would have been different if I didn't have that interim position coming to teach um, mm. because I did come and took part in the fellowship time and the games in, in that regard during the summer. So I think that helped. So when I did transition into the full-time position, they I was a very familiar face being mm. there all summer. So I think coming in just in August probably would have been a little bit more of a challenge. You know, here's your full, here's your youth pastor right now, as opposed to he's here temporarily over the summer, but he is also pursuing the position. So there's so, unknowns. So Josh is the cool youth pastor because he was so embraced right the, away. The question, though, off stems off this: How about relationship with the with the leaders, the volunteer leaders? You mentioned Mike was older, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, how did that? How did you see that as far as expectations? How did you expect that the leaders who were there? And again, you had the situation where you came in and taught, so they kind of got to warm up to you as well. But what was that expectation versus reality as far as coming into a full-fledged, I'm assuming full-fledged leaders established, been there for a while at least, expectations? Um, So, I mean, I heard great things from Mike about the leaders that they had in place there. And I know a couple of them are like 
literally my age, but there are some older ones there. And I thought, you know, I'm young. They may, may be hard for them to see me as like the shepherd over this ministry. And so I kind of was expecting a hard transition for them, mm-hmm. you know, and what was actually really interesting and encouraging was they understood more of God has called this man here as our youth pastor and we want to come alongside him and support him mm-hmm. as we can. Now I I did in the beginning based off of a decision I made um get a little press back from one of the leaders who kind of wasn't really in agreement with my mm-hmm. decision and I think coming into ministry there's your first like conflict mm-hmm. and you look mm-hmm. at it much bigger than another yeah. pastor would who's I'm, been in ministry yeah. for a while. I remember, yeah. I remember you calling me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I was, I was like that I was like, this will be okay. <laughs> so, you know, coming into ministry, mm-hmm. you're here, all right, I'm getting that first conflict. You kind of take that really heavy. Yeah. And, but through talking with him and he through that was actually still, even though he disagreed, he said, I want you to know I support you mm-hmm. in the way you do go. Um, yeah. So, that's great. I'm very blessed. Well, we're going to move. So that was two, actually. You snuck in another one. I forgot. Well done. So, well. We're up to eight now. But here we go. Number three. What about? expectations versus reality with relations to parents um, because the kids can love you and the parents cannot, the parents can love you. The kids can't, uh, the kids might, might not, it, it could be a both and on either side. <laughs> what did you expect with parents? Especially that I, I, I heard this when I started cause I was about two years older than you, than you are now um, or so I could be your parent because <laughs> mm. some of them had kids, started having kids later yeah, in life and it was yeah. like, well, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, you know, I hearing, I think, you know, we talked about in another episode of an internship and experience like interning with you and, and kind of getting my feet a little bit in, in the trench. Like you understand, I understood coming in, there are different, types of parents. Mm. That's in another episodes that you guys have done. And so I kind of expected there's going to be those parents who are really supportive. Then there's going to be those parents who based off maybe a decision I make may have some retaliation and I don't know how they're going to handle that, but I didn't really know what to expect. I just was trying to put you, my feet did, in there. Did you expect maybe more involvement, less involvement? Did you expect, you know, uh, to hear from them and get emails each week or whatever or not? Uh, did you expect them to look up to you as much or not and kind of what actually happened? Mm-hmm. Those are just things I think about with parents, mm-hmm. you know. I thought actually coming in, it was going to be maybe challenging coming alongside them because of my age. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know not not all parents, but a lot of parents come, they drop their kids off. You don't even see them. You just see the car with the headlights drive away. Yep. And it's like, okay. And then, oh, there's the car again. Oh, wait, they're gone. The kid's gone with yeah. them. And so I kind of was looking, expecting that. But, you know, coming in, I do have a few parents who I've actually been able to have good relationship with and actually talk with a lot. Um, so that's been very encouraging. I, you know, did have a parent just recently on a retreat based off of a decision I made um, in regards to their cell phones, you know, respond to me pretty sharp, but it wasn't too hard in an email of like, you know, when I brought this, this decision up the week of, it's kind of like, why did you do that the week of communicative wise? And then, but I think my students should have their phones. And so once again, like you're hearing that and you try not to let that affect you much, 
but you know, you're new in ministry and that becomes like the only thing you're thinking of for the rest of the day is Mm -hmm. responding to this parent. And then I did, and that worked out well. And then through conversations with them, they were very loving and accepting. I just think you, you got, you gotta be faithful. You gotta be in remembrance of why you're in ministry. You have to understand there's going to be some parents who no one agrees with you hundred percent. And so I don't know. My, my expectation was uncertain, but coming in, I just feel like I, I can't like put it into words. He he kind of sounds more like a uh, like a glass half empty guy. Yeah. <laughs> as far yeah, as what he expected, that, you know, if you expect to be disappointed, you will never be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is that the line? From yeah. Now? Did you, but, you yeah. have any positive expectations <laughs> coming in that? What about? And this would be great. What about your schedule? Right, yeah. We'll skip to that yeah, one. Yeah, skip to that right. one. It's a little less on the relationships. He's like, uh, I kind of expected people to not really like me <laughs> and follow me and. And then they kind of did. <laughs> it was great. Uh, so, but, but seriously, uh, your schedule, right? Yeah. The, the motif of youth ministry is like you just hang out with kids, play games, yeah, and watch YouTube videos. Yeah, you have all this time, all this free time. So, yeah. so I was again, you go to all their games. You go to all your games. Your, your schedule Played. is their schedule. Yeah. Uh, so, what is <laughs> what was your expectation as far as your schedule in that interacting with students, being with students versus the stuff that's required? to be in the office or study time and things like that. Hmm. Um, I, you know, knew my work week was going to be like 45, 50 hours and, you know, kind of like the morning eight to four, nine to five, be in the office, youth groups on Tuesday nights. Like those were givens. I knew that was what it was going to be. Um, I, I, in expectation, you know, getting together with students outside the youth group or even with parents, you know, I was trying to figure out in the beginning, okay, like what's the best way to do that? Um, and coming in to the ministry, I think right off the bat, like your responsibilities come on you kind of like right away. And so it was kind of challenging. Okay, how can I best practically come alongside parents? How can I best minister and mentor to these students? And I guess one thing I forgot because my former church where I volunteered, I didn't have this, is I kept forgetting that I have leaders. And so coming into ministry, when you have godly leaders who are there to come alongside you and come alongside the parents in discipling these students, that was like a positive thing. There you go. Um, That I'm like, okay, like I have other leaders who they have growth group nights where they take Mm -hmm. the students out. But in regards to me, like just... I have good flexibility throughout the week on some days where I'm not doing hard prep where I can get together with a parent for lunch. Mm. And so those are things I really love incorporating and even just phone calls to parents have been something in my schedule that I do to, you know, develop better relationships Mm. with them. So your schedule, did it, trying to discern what I'm hearing here, did it it fit more what you you expected or was it different or half and half? Yeah, <laughs> trying to give you multiple joys. <laughs> well, I guess I think what you're gonna is, were you shocked by even maybe some things that came up? Yeah, right. Because you sit down a week, even in a week, you can be changed. Like expectation yeah. week versus reality week. Was it more you being interrupted more than you thought you'd be pulled away, or it maybe the staff's doing a good job of saying, "Oh, let's let let's keep Josh in in the sense the bubble of youth ministry, not really." 
Yeah, worry him about that, things. Of the and yeah, and then that yeah, that kind of fits into the job description. So here, let me let me ask that because I think it'll tie together. Okay, and it'll c- condense these a little bit. Is your expectations versus reality regarding your job description? So like what he's kind of saying, like you get hired to do a specific thing, and I I remember a a, a classic line at the bottom of all of Cedar Crest job descriptions is. And whatever else your supervisor determines necessary. <laughs> like, that's just a classic line that's there. And, uh, you know, it, this is all the things we were hiring you to do. And that's like, and you end up doing, Cedar Crest is a pretty good job about this, I think. But other places you can end up doing not what you were hired to do or way more than you were. And again, I know you don't want to like speak negatively of where you're at, but I'm just, as far as your expectations, the amount of time you'd be spending on certain things or what you'd be doing expectation wise. Yeah, I feel like the job description was kind of structured or you're, for instance, I'm doing school as well. So it's like, all right, 10 hours work week in the office, you'll focus on school. And it's like, I feel like a lot of times I don't even have time for that. Um, no time for that. And no so, <laughs> no, I feel like that's really helpful with the broad questions, kind of narrowing it there. I feel like we didn't use the term interruption, even though I feel like I can't, we can view it like that. Absolutely. I feel that in regards to my hours in the office, a lot of things come up in regards to oh, situations yeah. with mm-hmm. a student, a parent, and like in regards to what I mentioned before. And the it's copier like copier gets jammed. Yep. <laughs> or I pull out my back walking to the copier. That's happened once already. <laughs> oh, and so it's man. like, wow. oh, it's already that. two o'clock and I haven't done anything any, any that prep, I yeah. thought I was going to do. So exactly. that does happen mm-hmm. often. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll get this one, this last one. Enthusiasm. Are you still as excited or enthusiastic about ministry as you were six months ago? And, and I'll add to this because that, what, what I, I, when I wrote the word enthusiasm, what I meant also was, did you expect everyone else to be enthusiastic about your ministry? Or are people kind of like, oh, great, you're here. Cool. Hi, Josh. And then that's about it. Mm. No, I, I definitely expected coming in. This isn't a negative thing. But like, this is usual. But like, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. But this isn't another half class empty, but it, you know. You're, you're, you know, you're a new face in the church, especially in the leadership. And so like people are very welcoming. It's like, mm. okay, like. Sure. In reality, how long is that going to last? Yeah, but yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. here. And then once they become familiar with me, it might die off. But I'll be honest with you, a positive thing that it's reality, let alone expectation, is the support of the church. Mm has been so strong where I'm at. And I constantly am reminding my leaders and people in the congregation how encouraged I've been by that. Mm. And so I think that's vital when you have that support um, alongside you. Um, and then you ask something else in regards to that. I forgot what it was. Your own enthusiasm. Your own enthusiasm, oh, yeah. Yeah. I think you come in very enthusiastic, like, okay, um, God has called me to ministry. I'm in ministry. And then... A lot of the, there's joy, there's definitely joys in ministry, but then those challenges come. And like I said, you're new in ministry. And so you kind of view them heavier than they can be at times. And so I feel like that enthusiasm really weakens. I remember I was very discouraged right off the bat, like when these things started coming and I was like questioning, not necessarily should I continue in ministry, but just questioning, am I even ready for these situations? Like, okay, but God has called me here. And I just think what has helped me in reality is reminding myself of why I'm in ministry mm. and not forgetting my first love. Mm. Amen. And so that, that's been really fruitful for me. I want to circle back to one thing before we, we wrap up here and that's your expectation versus reality. We talked about your schedule, um, 
you know, your job description, but what about the expediency in which you would accomplish, you thought you might accomplish tasks? And I mean by that is you might come in thinking, oh, to prep a week for teaching, it'll take 12, 15 hours and geez, it took 25 or, mm-hmm. oh wow, most weeks it's taking me 10. Um, you know, certain planning things, et cetera. Like what, what were your expectations as far as like how long certain things would take and then what they actually took? <laughs> No, that's really easy to answer. Um, Heather? Well, okay. That's his administrative assistant. I wasn't going to bring that up right away. But in regards to sermon prep, you know, you come in like, man, I was doing school while volunteering at my former church to prep sermons. So now I have a week to do it in the office. Like, right? Yeah. Come in and here comes all Mm. these other things talking Mm -hmm. about your schedule. Here comes Mm. all these other things that come up and it's like, it's already three o'clock and I haven't even touched my sermon. And it's it's because you think you have time that you don't, you don't get the time. Yeah. But yeah, in regards to administrative things, like Having Heather as an assistant is extremely helpful to help me focus on the ministry of the word and prayer. Amen. I'm glad mm-hmm. your church prioritizes that. So yeah, that's nice. Yeah, when you when you get into ministry, you have expectations, then you hit you hit reality, and uh, sometimes it's better than you thought. Sometimes it's worse than you thought, and then it even ebbs and flows. I mean, yeah. in six months, I've been here almost six years. You've been seven, where you're at seven years. Seven years. So that's kind of the way it is. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of another youth ministry podcast. Please connect with us on Instagram at another YM podcast or email us at another YM podcast at gmail.com. We promise we do read those emails right now. It's full of spam. So please give us something good to read. All right. Well, thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time. Hopefully with Tim. <laughs> <laughs>